In Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 35, And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand, and one at your left in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been now, maybe just reading those verses, you can appreciate how cringeworthy what James and John, a pair of brothers who had been longtime followers of Jesus and were part of the Twelve Apostles, really was. Because even coming and saying, Jesus, we want you to do whatever we ask without saying what it is, and when you see just how self-serving that request was, it is kind of like, eek, guys, you messed up there. But when you place it in context, it actually gets worse because immediately before this passage, Mark tells us that they were on their way to Jerusalem. And he records Jesus telling them yet again with increasing clarity that when they get to Jerusalem, he's going to be betrayed and brutalized and murdered before rising again on the third day. So it's in that context that these brothers shoot their shot and try to convince Jesus to give them places of honor. And they demonstrate in that way something that's still true about us as people all these years later, that sometimes we can be so self-centered, we can be so self-serving, we can completely miss the suffering that other people are going through or what things might be like for someone else because we're just focused on getting what we want or even more so what we feel like we deserve, so that we're oblivious. We're often overconfident, too. When Jesus says, are you able to drink the cup that I'm going to drink to be baptized with the baptism that I'll be baptized with? And they say, we're able, really not understanding what Jesus is even saying, because it goes right back to what he had just said. That cup, that baptism, was that suffering that he was going to endure. And these guys were so caught up with just making sure that they angled to get the best place that they were either completely oblivious to what Jesus had just said or were so self-centered that they didn't care. And they still wanted to make sure that they had their place despite what Jesus himself was going to have to go through. So Jesus told them, well, you are. Eventually, you will suffer for me. You will be persecuted. You'll even lay down your life for me. But that didn't mean that he was going to give them what they asked for. You see, while they were so focused on themselves, Jesus modeled something different. And in a way that those guys didn't yet even begin to realize, he was able. He was able because as Jesus lived life each day, he wasn't just after what was in it for him. He understood submission. He's Lord. He's Savior. He's God's Son. Yet when two of, admittedly, his closest friends are asking him for special treatment, Jesus says, look, it's not about me picking favorites. 
It's about my father's will. Jesus modeled submission. Voluntarily putting God's will, what God wants, over himself. Jesus likewise demonstrated in that submission, submission to the point of sacrifice, being willing to endure terrible pain for the good of others, to go without, to suffer so that someone else might gain. As much as James and John had been following Jesus, had been watching him, had been learning from him, they hadn't yet been changed by him to that degree. Now in time, that would come. But it would take moments like this, and it would take Jesus fulfilling that purpose for which God had sent him. And we need to be careful to learn the lessons that God's Holy Spirit teaches us through Mark by recording these things for us. Because we're not just meant to know that Jesus submits. We're not just meant to know that Jesus sacrificed. We're not just meant to sort of cringe at James and John with their wrong-headed request. We're meant to reflect on ourselves, to learn to follow Jesus ourselves in such a way that we don't continue to operate in a way that's completely selfish and self-centered and self-seeking, but where we learn to submit, where we learn to sacrifice, that we look to Jesus and recognize that he is able. And instead of overconfidently just chasing what we want for ourselves, we trust his ability to be enough for us.